Welcome to the Mocktail Hour. We review mocktails for you, the listener. And a mocktail is a cocktail without the alcohol. Um, And so that's not just Diet Coke or whatever. There is a whole world out there that we're exploring through this podcast of different drinks that you can drink that are freaking delicious and contain no alcohol. Excitingly today for our Christmas special, we're looking at some whiskeys. Yeah, I'm really pumped to especially try the Monday blend. Um, It is zero carb, no sugar, zero calories and vegan. So it really is striving to um, not hit any allergens. It's actually big eight allergen free, which is really great. So you can feel pretty safe grabbing it. Um, And we have a lot of options. So I kind of want to not give it all away at the beginning and maybe just like go step by step and really make people like listen to the whole thing. Um, Yeah, let's do it. So, so, but before we dive in, can I give a little shout out to one of our listeners? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got a lovely message from Sarah Mischen. Um, She sent out a tweet saying, uh, I'm so grateful for your mocktail reviews of toast beverages. Had the OG at Thanksgiving and knew to open it over the sink from your podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have exploded on us, too. Also, maybe it was just because it was paired with a Thanksgiving meal, but we got some good notes of cranberry and orange. So uh, I will just say how grateful I am that you, Sarah, did not have to suffer through wearing the beverage at your (laughs) holiday get together. You know, this is not just a podcast about beverages. It's about preservation of fashion. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so excited to get that, that little note from Sarah. I can imagine the, oh, no, no, no. I, I listened to a podcast. You're going to want to open that over a sink. Oh, it'll be really good, though. It's worth it. Don't get me wrong. It is worth it. Open it over a sink. <laughs> yes. The least we can do is give you some tips and tricks on how to open the beverage. I will tell you, no drama in opening uh, the Monday whiskey. No drama. And also a note on packaging with this one. I was a little sussed because I'm like, okay, so alcohol can sit on your shelf for a really long time because it's, you know, poison. But this is not. And so I was like, how long will this stay fresh? Right. And so I looked it up and six months shelf stable, even after you open it. So it's very functional. You, You don't have to open up the bottle of whiskey and then or whiskey asterisk, and then drink the whole thing? No, I did the same thing. I was like, well, if this is just like fruit juice or something, how are we going to keep this? But it is made from really um, kind of durable ingredients. So uh, yeah, you're right. You got six months. And I kept mine in the refrigerator just to make sure. So you can mm-hmm. also refrigerate it if you want to. But there's no requirement for that. Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited. I opened it and it smelled like whiskey it's so interesting to hear you say that because I have to give a little bit of a disclaimer um so I just have to say I literally have not tasted alcohol in over three years and you know with toast I didn't feel like it was trying to be an alcoholic beverage I felt like in a lot of ways it had its own identity but you know this is trying to really be a dupe for whiskey and my palate is not going to be as attentive to like what will taste 
quote realistic. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, I just thought about that earlier today as I was thinking, you know, I've, I don't really know that I can tell you if this tastes realistic. <laughs> I can tell you if I like it and I can tell you if a person who hasn't been drinking for like over three years might like it. But um, I'll be intrigued, uh, Ellie, to hear what you think as someone who, you know, might actually have some whiskey tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And I do enjoy whiskey. It's not my go-to, but I'm, I've am i become familiar with it. My dad used to live in Ireland, so we took tours of the Jameson factory. So, uh, you know, I'm basically an expert now. I love it. I uh, Again, you get to bring a palette to this that I can't, that can hopefully help people who are following along. I think maybe we should just start with, because it's one of those beverages that you might just want to have neat, uh, start just with trying the dang thing. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. And I would say that I thought it smelled like whiskey, but again, I have real like, um, unreliable narrator syndrome. Like, I feel (laughs) like I can't say that, but for me, it definitely smelled that way. So are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Cheers. Okay. Let's do it. Cheers. Oh wow! Oh, I got some thoughts. Uh, I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna oh, kick boy. it to you first, Ellie. Kick is a good word. Oh yeah, goodness, they—it's not quite it, but it is strong. The uh, they've duped the kick of a straight spirit. That's amazing. They just did this with botanicals. What's so interesting about the taste of this is um, I was actually over at a friend's house the other day and they work in the um, beer industry, right? So they've worked in the alcohol industry for a really long time. And um, they actually had gotten a ton of Seedlip, the uh, non-alcoholic spirit, and we were drinking it together. And we were talking about how the kick is the thing that so many of us who don't drink are looking for to give a drink just like a little bit of dimension that's different mm-hmm. from sort of something you would get, you know, wherever. And boy, I got to tell you, I mean, there's literally like a burn in my chest. I mean, I did not expect that from this, but it like burned my mouth. It has um, like a real spiciness to it that I think is really good. And I don't know that I would personally like just want to drink it straight. To be completely honest, I didn't really drink whiskey straight. So it doesn't surprise me that I'm not um, kind of thinking that's how I would drink it. But I can tell by drinking it that I think it's going to be a really great addition to the other beverages in the flight tonight. I completely agree. I would not drink this straight. I am somebody who would drink um, whiskey straight. It's one of those things where the better you know the actual thing that it's trying to dupe, the better you'll be able to tell that the dupe is wrong. So I think it's going to be really good in these mixed beverages. I think mm, the botanicals show so much that it really seems more in sort of a gin family of very botanical flavors. I would not necessarily, if I had tasted this without knowing the product, I don't know if I would have said, oh, this is a whiskey dupe. It is a really interesting flavor, but it's so citrusy and so, uh, yeah, botanically. It's going to be great in Christmas beverages, but I don't know. What's interesting to me is that I don't get citrus. 
I get um, cinnamon. I mean, I really, you know, knowing what we have coming down the road, I was like, oh, I think this is going to be really good in at least one of them. Um, mm-hmm. No, I, I, I have had some non-alcoholic spirits that are, I would think, closer to like an actual gin dupe. Like um, one of the ones I had the other day was almost uh, like a Hendrix gin. Uh, and so compared to that, I definitely think this this is a, a, a whiskey, right? Um, mm. So I'm intrigued, especially every time we do this, by how you taste different things that I taste, which is totally <laughs> like natural. It's just interesting because I didn't really get citrus. I got spice and I got vanilla and I got mm. that kick and that heat. It tastes the heat. That's the major flavor out of all of these different more subtle things the heat is the flavor also the heat is literally like i just had a little bit of thai food i mean it's like a real heat <laughs> i don't know how to describe it it's got to be some peppers it's got to be i'm not going to i'm not going to question their chemistry or whatever i'm not enough of a chef for this but what do you say we uh try out one of these cocktails mocktails i forgot the name of the show are you kidding me it's okay it was so real you were so duped I by was monday so whiskey that you were like this is a cocktail right we will have some pictures up that y'all can see but these are legit recipes that you'll be able to find in the links in the description below yeah we're doing two beverages that are the monday recipes that we'll make sure are in show notes and then we have one holiday special so ellie what do you think is the next best step in our journey so there's a heavy one wink wink that's going to be the last one i think because i think you're right mar the other flavors now the question is whether we go for a little bit of carbonation or a little bit of uh, ice cubes that may be melting. I want to vote, if I may, that we get the uh, highball next. Ooh, let's do it. This is uh, one of the recipes from Drink Monday. It's going to be uh, 1.5 ounces of the whiskey, ginger ale, and a fresh lemon. And again, that'll be in show notes. So are you ready? I am. Cheers. Do this. Cheers. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Can I say my go-to mixed drink when I am just hanging out with friends is it's not the fa- it's not this fancy. It's not a highball, but it is it's ginger ale and whiskey. This is a dupe. <gasps> this is a legit dupe. I'm going to go back for another sip and I would love to hear your reflections. Yeah, I mean, again, I just want to say if I were at a party and you brought me ginger ale with a lemon wedge, I'm not saying I wouldn't be grateful. I think I just would be a little like, huh, this doesn't really feel like what everyone else is getting to receive at this get together. But Mm -hmm. I think if you handed me this, it would be pretty rad and I would really dig it. I mean, I personally am enjoying it like you. I took a second sip. I also, I can't tell if it's from the first one or not, but I still have a burn. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really, again, shocked that even with ginger ale and lemon and all of these other things mixed in, it, it gives it a distinct flavor that is unlike 
uh, anything I've had before. Like I've never tasted this before in a non-alcoholic beverage. And that's really important. And I think it makes you as a host stick out if you choose to serve it. I think I would receive this and immediately send it back because I would not believe that it was non-alcoholic. That is funny. And here's why. So when I quit drinking, I went on my first like trip and I went to Los Angeles and, you know, I didn't really live in a world where I was used to restaurants like having mocktails, but LA is actually quite sober friendly because like tons of people in recovery. And so I ordered a mocktail at a bar and they brought it to me and I was like, could you please like double check and make sure there's no <laughs> alcohol in this? And it was actually an interesting moment because I was like, you know, there might have been a me who would have been like, oh, maybe this is a loophole. Like maybe I can have a drink and just tell everyone, oh, I thought it was a mocktail, you know, and, and kind of mm. feel like I was sneaking something. But instead, it was this really definitive moment of me being like, no, if there's alcohol in this, I do not want it in my body. And it sticks mm -hmm. out to me as a as a big moment in which I was really kind of stepping into the fact that I really love being sober. And so I say that to say like, yeah, I think there could be people who would be a little a little shocked and maybe have to double check the ingredients list because of the kick, right? Yeah, yeah, because of the kick. And it, it pairs so well with the carbonation. It adds that little zest on your tongue. I would suggest everybody's families have different traditions, but I've been to Christmases where part of the gift giving and the stocking stuffers are alcohol. Mm. And so you open the alcohol and then you drink it as a family in the afternoon. This would be a really wonderful addition to that, to, to be able to provide a non-alcoholic uh, whiskey, even if it's a novelty, because this is, this is interesting enough that I would pitch it to people as, hey, have you tried this? Yeah, and I will also say I was looking at the Monday website and they sell kits. Like they sell an old fashioned kit that has like bitters and um, an old fashioned mix and drink Monday. They have a cocktail kit that just has fever tree, ginger ale, club soda, ginger beer and the Monday whiskey. So, you know, if you're looking for something like that, where you kind of want to have a gift for the family to try, those are available with your purchase of of a bottle. Oh, I just thought of something. This is a gift for the family. Your teenage cousins can take part in tasting this beverage mm -hmm. without any alcohol in it and they'll get the full flavor of it. I'm also just like still drinking it, if I'm honest with you. Like I've, I'm oh, just yeah. drinking it like we're at a party. This is not even a taste test anymore. I'm just drinking four beverages. Like this is just what's happening. You know, this, this makes me think about how much of my enjoyment of whiskey is actually reliant upon the alcohol in it because this delivery of, oh, here's all the flavor in this, at least in the mixed beverage, definitely not neat. Um, but in a, in a mocktail, this is delivering on all of the flavor and I'm sitting here going, oh, maybe alcohol actually didn't have much to do with my enjoyment of each sip. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I work with a few clients in my recovery coaching practice who you know, their goal is not to quit drinking. They just want to drink less or drink differently. And a few of them have said to me, you know, I find myself at the end of the day and 
obviously I can have alcohol because my goal is not to quit drinking, but I grab a mocktail because it's good. It tastes really good. It hits all the spots. I've got to work in the morning. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's really something to be said for what you just illuminated, which is, you know, you can ask yourself, you know, if your goal is just to drink differently, you know, what are some of these beverages that I could slide into a weeknight instead of alcohol just to maybe cut back? Love it for a sip for me on this one. I'll, I'll stamp it officially. Yeah, I mean, currently, I would actually say even though I personally would not probably drink it straight, it was it was hitting all the spots, right? Like she's got a kick. She's got a boom. I'm down. So love it first sip on both. What's our next beverage? This is so luxurious. I know it is. Y'all, it is a legit flight. Like I was juggling cups to get up to this <laughs> office today. Um, so what we're going to taste now is another original recipe from Monday for their whiskey, and it's the Maple Fashioned. And this is going to be two ounces of Monday whiskey with maple syrup, bitters, and fresh orange. Uh, they call for a bar spoon of maple syrup. I will just be transparent and tell you I used a kitchen spoon. I want to also give a little bit of a disclaimer about bitters. So traditionally, if you go to the store and you grab bitters, bitters are alcoholic. Um, They are a very, 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 yes, they are a very, very, very concentrated alcohol. So it's a very high ABV. Um, A good correlation is to think of it almost like if you were to use vanilla extract. Mm. Uh, Vanilla extract is alcohol, right? But you just put a splash or two and so the effects of it are, are are not such that you would most likely end up drunk, right? Or if you're mm-hmm. baking, you know, it'll get cooked out. So just always want to flag that because, you know, if your maybe religious or personal conviction is that you do not want alcohol in your body, uh, bitters, uh, just generally, if you grab them from the store, are not going to be a good choice for you. I use bitters because they don't trigger me and they don't make me feel any level of drunkenness. Uh, One thing I want to mention, though, is there's a blog that I found that highlights non-alcoholic bitters, and I'm going to throw that into show notes so that if you, yeah, if that feels like a hindrance to you, but you still want to have the real complexity of the beverage, I want to be able to make sure to give you the tools you need in order to build that drink and have literally zero alcohol in it. Um, I'm using regular bitters this evening. That's so good to know. I had no idea. I I have my own disclaimer for this, and that is that I did not get quality maple syrup. I forgot. And so I'm using um, the, uh, I think it's Kroger brand pancake syrup. I don't know if it's ever touched a maple tree, (laughs) but I'm hoping that it doesn't... uh, cloud the whole flavor for us tonight so ellie's recipe is two ounces monday whiskey bitters fresh orange and corn syrup (laughs) and corn syrup oh no (laughs) no i'm kidding i'm sure it'll be fine i mean this is great listen this pancake syrup tastes good on pancakes i hope it tastes good on in in this all right are you ready ready to find out okay let's do it cheers cheers oh wow oh my gosh I don't stop reacting to the kick. (laughs) 
I know it's so you know what it reminds me of is um here in Texas we have a lot of jalapeno flavored things yes and you can get jalapeno flavored beverages usually a margarita and this reminds me of that kind of kick yeah I think you're right it it has a jalapeno burn you know I again I mean I'm gonna say love it for sip third also I just want to be really transparent and say that I was like deep sus about this like I don't know what it was I was just like I feel like maybe we shouldn't have even tried this like philosophically as a people maybe we shouldn't have tried this um and I'm like digging it like I'm really surprised at how much I want to go like find every whiskey recipe there is and just keep finding the endless combos because I really do think that like looking at these ingredients I'm I'm shocked at the flavor that just adding this to it obviously mm-hmm. obviously adds to the beverage I'm gonna go with not a love at first sip for me with this one but that's probably because I made it bad and so <laughs> <laughs> I want to apologize to everyone listening who wanted my honest opinion on a drink that I did not prepare. But I will tell you, you will not want to skip out on quality maple syrup. I think we can maybe even circle back. Like if you want to pull together another recipe later, we can do a quick <laughs> a quick little addendum if you want. Well, I'll have my revenge later. I'll we'll bring up something in the future. I'll I'll get a real maple syrup thing going. I'll be a future episode. Yeah, I think that I I've had another sip of it and I just think there's a lot going on here and it's good. Mm-hmm. Like the spiciness of the whiskey with the bitterness of the bitters and the freshness of the orange with, in my case, some melted ice cubes. It's mm-hmm. just all working for me. I don't know what else to say. I will say for folks who are looking specifically for a whiskey dupe, you're saying to yourself, I... I want to make some different choices about my drinking, and I really love the flavors of whiskey. You know, what what can I find in a dupe? This is specifically, it is not smooth. This is not a smooth bourbon type deal. It's a lot closer to, we're talking about like big brands. It's a lot closer to a fireball if you're looking at the spectrum of whiskeys which is awesome for holiday beverages. Yeah, I think, you know, the two recipes that we grabbed from Drink Monday are actually not seasonal. So um, the highball and the maple fashion, those are year round. That's Um, true. That's true. However, I think it's really working for this holiday episode. I mean, we're about to do the holiday beverage to end all holiday beverages. But I just think, you know, this works for me. Like we got Christmas coming up and I think I'm going to be like quite literally making some of these for myself. I don't know that I knew that when I came out of this episode, I would literally like want to buy another one of these bottles when it's over, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I really Mm -hmm. think I will want to keep it on my shelf. So we have one more beverage and I want to just take a second may I debut the beverage oh go for it dun 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 this is our holiday nog um the nog I I wanted to debut it because I wanted to ask you if you could just quickly take us on the journey that you went on as you did you know above and beyond rain shine sleet or snow Ellie did 
a nog test. The nog test. So talk me through it. I went to HEB and I grabbed every nog I could see and I put them in head-to-head competition. Uh, Let's see. I got HEB nog. But, you know, full disclosure, I am lactose intolerant. So it's poisonous to me. Um, And I was really looking for, you know... Uh, something that wouldn't poison me. So I also got some almond milk nog. I got some oat nog, the lactate nog, which is dairy if you're looking for a vegan option, but is not uh, lactose laden for those of us with digestive difficulties. So I, I put them all to the test. Unfortunately, and you know, you could see this coming, the HEB nog came out completely on top. Sorry to vegans. Sorry to the lactose intolerant. It's just the perfect nog. It's thick. It tastes like eggnog. Oh, I'm in love with it. And then, you know, the rest of them, a bit thinner, maybe too sweet. Trying to be diet beverages, and that really annoys me. I want something that isn't made of milk, but also isn't afraid to be thick and yummy, isn't advertising, oh, it's only 60 calories on the bottle. No, I want a full-bodied nog and People haven't delivered yet. So this is this is me, okay, demanding of the brands. You heard it here, folks. Give me the full-bodied non-dairy nog. In what stratosphere are we putting calorie counts on holiday beverages? Like, right. y'all, it is the holidays, as my friend Bart calls it. It's eating season, okay? <laughs> so please give us, give Ellie the full-bodied nog. Um, because what we have right now is Ellie sacrificing herself uh, <laughs> and choosing the, the the poisonous nog because it is the best one to showcase our beverage today. And we don't want Ellie to have to suffer just for the quality of this podcast. Yeah, come on. Next year, I expect better of everyone. Part of this wasn't just flavor preference, but logistical if you're gonna mix in some sort of uh whiskey equivalent you gotta have a thick nog because you're about to water it down a bit but if you already have a watered down nog excuse me i'm just gonna go home no what are we what are we even doing here so you know how there's like yacht rock Mm -hmm. i want there to be like nog rock oh because i just keep hearing nog and it just sounds like like, is the title of this episode Jingle Nog Rock? <laughs> it is now. I think it might be. <laughs> also, full disclosure, I'm really glad we didn't get the runny nog because two ice cubes have melted in my drink. Oh, and no. it is now. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're going to make it. But, you know, if it had started runny, where would we be right now? It would just be water. What's the point? They also were not brave enough. To make it nog flavored, it's they're afraid of sugar, except for the lactate. I will say the lactate was extremely sweet, too sweet, opposite mm. problem. But well, and shout out to the HEB nog. I can see the spices, like visible Ooh, yeah. spices. Um, it smells incredible. Um, mm-hmm. This is with I did about two ounces of the Monday whiskey. And mm-hmm. added it to the HEB nog. Are you ready to give this give this a taste? Let's do it. Okay, cheers. cheers. Hmm. See, I'm not a nog rock person. 
Um, <laughs> like I don't, I don't like show up to Christmas for the nog, if you will. So why don't you tell me your thoughts? Twirling it around. It's a lot to take in. Beautiful legs on this one. Let me get a little sniff. I, <laughs> I think that my prediction came true. And the spice in this particular whiskey dupe, the Monday whiskey, really complements the spice of the eggnog. I second that. I think one of my challenges is that I did not taste the nog without the Monday mm. whiskey. So I am not noticing or not able to pick up the difference in part because I think that the um, the milkiness of it actually took away the kick for me. And mm -hmm. so, which is great if you don't want that kick, but you want a good spicy dynamic eggnog, this is perfect. Um, also, I, I would guess that some of those more um, lighter nogs, you would get that kick because it doesn't have the thickness that ha that we have in this nog. So I think there's a lot of range with it. I definitely like it. I dig it. I just don't taste the whiskey as much as I did in the other beverages. Definitely, definitely. And it doesn't have the jalapeno kick. It has a little bit of a, a spice that implies a kick. But it doesn't physically burn my mouth when I drink it. I, so here's my journey with Nog. All right. I hated it when I was a kid because it was too sweet and I didn't understand it. Then as an adult, I was allowed to add whiskey to my Nog and the, the clouds opened. I was like, this makes sense. Eggnog was made for this flavor. Now I'm thinking, why don't they just make the eggnog tastes like this mixed beverage we've just made you don't need mm. the alcohol to make it more complex uh more aromatic yeah I'm, I'm i'm really just sort of um sitting in your reflection that's a really polite way of saying oh i do not like eggnog you take it away no i just was saying that i'm i'm sitting in your comment about the fact that alcohol has not really been what you're finding to be the most important part of these beverages for you. Mm -hmm. That's what I have found so powerful as I sit and think about that because of the fact that that is something that as a person who doesn't drink, I'm also finding out about the beverages I'm drinking, right? Like this is really good. It doesn't need right. alcohol in order for me to feel, feel really, really good about drinking it. Um, my, my, my story about, uh, it's not really about eggnog, but um, I may or may not, uh, sources cannot confirm this, um, I might have had a rough experience drinking uh, an alcoholic beverage that had milk in it. Um, yeah, which, you know, is no longer of any import. Uh, I'm a new <laughs> creation, 2 Corinthians, right? Like... I'm a new creation, uh, but Amen. I think I, I think I'm still a little um, triggered by anything that is even sort of getting close to being a milk beverage that tastes like it has <laughs> alcohol in it. Yeah, yeah, yes, it has um, a, some connection to the Big Lebowski, and I will just leave it at that. <laughs> Let the reader understand. Yes, so it's good. I think I might just have some sort of milk, dairy, alcohol-related unresolved trauma. And you're not the only one. It's a, <laughs> it's a controversial beverage. 
Not everyone is down to Nog. Not everyone is down for Nog Rock. <laughs> well, it was love at first sip, for me at least, on this Nog. I love it. It actually improved the H-E-B Nog, which I will say, yeah, is saying something. I, I'm not sponsored by H-E-B, but... Um, I'm not sponsored by H-E-B, but I should be. <laughs> like, I love me some H-E-B. H-E-B, if you're listening, sponsor mm-hmm. us. Hashtag mocktail pod, mocktail hour pod. I don't know our hashtag. Out of our four beverages, what was your favorite? Oh man, um, well not not eggnog. Uh, thank you, Big <laughs> Lebowski. Um, the first taste by itself was I was not looking into that as if this is going to be something I'm going to drink when I'm at home alone. So I can remove that from the list. Um. Between the maple fashion and the highball, I mean, this is very difficult. Like, I just want to say, I would say pretty much tied. Uh, but I'm going to go with maple fashion, which is really interesting mm. because I didn't like old fashions. Like, when I drank, I would try to drink them. And I just never really loved it. But I just really dig it in this form. Although I will say, if I want something more crisp and refreshing, I would mm-hmm. definitely want a highball. I think for me, it's actually the highball and not the nog. I always love me some nog, but the highball shocked me by how well it duped my go-to at-home beverage. It really blew my socks off. And I think that the spice pairs so well with carbonation that I'd be interested in, in trying Monday with all sorts of different carbonated mixers that I might enjoy. I'm not exaggerating that I'm like gonna mix it into everything like it's quite (laughs) good I'm very curious I feel good because if they are recommending these recipes then my guess is they've really tested them and they know they're quite good but Mm -hmm. uh yeah I'm just like this is quite good I'm really impressed and um if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking well, gosh, it's only like a week or so until Christmas and you're concerned about that because you want to grab a bottle. They have really fast shipping. They ship within a day to two days from order. So there's still time, I would guess, for you to grab a bottle and see if you can have some of these beverages with your holidays, especially because Christmas is not a day. It's a season. So Mm -hmm. you can get your bottle and go into the Christmas season and try out some of the drinks. Yeah. And hey, New Year's is coming up. This would be great for it. Yeah, you could fully do a highball or a uh, maple fashioned for your New Year's. It'd be fantastic. Everyone would love it. Wonderful. So how are you feeling going into the holidays armed with Monday? I mean, I feel great now. I know what I'm drinking. Like one huge thing off my list, right? Um, mm-hmm. No, I'm good. Holidays are weird. Uh, I'll be working quite a bit and I've got my tree up. I've got a um, don't tell anyone, but I haven't like even started holiday shopping. So that's going <laughs> to be a fun thing that I get to do over the next couple of weeks. But um, no one will know when we've recorded this. Yeah, this was done in like October. No, um, <laughs> no, I, uh, so I have like, you know, that sort of normal chaotic busyness of holidays, but I really dig holidays. I really love Christmas. Um, it's like hot in Texas and that's weird, but I'm, mm. I'm feeling pretty joyful. How about Good. you? I'm really excited. We're going to do Christmas with my boyfriend's family 
which we haven't done before because we're a pandemic relationship. And so now we can actually see some people. It's mm. it's going to be good. I'm really excited for that. And I've been uh, sewing so many things. Yes, I think it should not be lost on us that like um, someone who, who runs an Etsy shop and a recovery coach are pretty busy right now. <laughs> Oh, that's so true. How are we even recording this? It's amazing. We do it for the fans. You know, we do Uh, it for you, the listeners. It's for you. You personally, Jennifer. (laughs) It's actually been super fun. It's given me this whole thing I get to like do. I I really love that it has kind of turned the mocktail thing into a hobby for me. Like it just feels really fun to come up with these ideas of, of things to try. So, um, this doing this podcast and sort of figuring out what we're going to drink for it has just become a joy practice for me. And I think that's kind of rad. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I it's such a source of joy for me, too. And I also love to keep people company. And even if we're distanced by the podcast, it, it was so nice to hear from Sarah on Twitter saying that we had saved her from this explosion of of toast. Um and we got to have a great conversation about that. It's it's just wonderful to be finding this community that I never would have expected a year ago. It's really great. review and subscribe share with a friend um all all jokes aside the rate review subscribe smash the like all that kind of stuff but really share with a friend if you think somebody might be able to benefit from this conversation or even if you want to use this podcast as a tool to start a conversation with somebody we really encourage that definitely share it around it it helps us so much sharing the pod and follow us on twitter i'm at leg singh and I'm at Erin Jean Ward. And make sure you check out those show notes. Um, the show notes will have a full transcript. I'll also have all of the information linked for how you can get our beverages for today, including recipes, so you can try them yourself. Um, I'll also put that link to the non-alcoholic bitters because we want to make sure everyone can try it out who wants to. So make sure you mm-hmm. check the show notes for that. Yeah. Um, other places you can find us. Uh, go to commonprayershop.com to learn more about my my sewing work. I'm selling all sorts of good Christmas goodies, so plushies, ornaments, stockings, it's all there. And a portion of proceeds benefit an eco-ministry in Michigan called Plainsong Farm. So you'll know you're doing good when you shop there. Yeah, and I've got a couple things going on that I'll just draw y'all's attention to. Um, I have a holiday blog that's up that is, I think, still helpful. So if you're looking for some tips and tricks on how to stay sober during the holidays or drink differently during the holidays, or if you just want to be a good host during the holidays to people who may not be drinking, you can grab the holiday blog from my website. Also, the January uh, Discerning Sobriety course cohort is open and for sale, so you can go and uh, grab your spot there. We're also launching the Discerning Sobriety online community in January. That's open to anyone who wants to integrate spirituality and mindfulness into their relationship with alcohol. 
So would love to see some of you joining that community. Again, the community opens in January. I've got coaching available for January. You can check out my blogs as well as sign up for coaching at erinjeanward.com. And if you want to check out the course, go to discerningsobriety.com. And yeah, that's a lot, but I got a lot going on and I'd love to see you in any of those parts of my work and vocation. It's a lot going on, but January is a big thing. Woo! Yeah. Oh, uh, and I was going to say dry January. Lots of people do dry January this month of taking a little break. And so if you are doing dry January, consider grabbing some of the resources off the pod. Get yeah. a bottle of the Monday whiskey. It's not cheating to grab some of these non-alcoholic <laughs> beverages and have them during the month of January if you're taking a break. You can also grab a coaching package if you want some support during that. And if you want tons of spiritual practices and community around that month, you can grab the Discerning Sobriety cohort. Yeah, absolutely. We're here with you, supporting you. So, and a big thank you to Earth and Altar for hosting us. More news is going to come out about that in the new year, uh, but go to earthandaltermag.com and you can read all sorts of articles there. Anything else? Well, Ellie, if I may, this is our Christmas episode for you, mm -hmm. maybe also our Hanukkah episode. Um, <laughs> uh, so I wish you all the best. And so Merry Christmas from me to you. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs>